Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by Thundercat Technology, AWS, and NetApp. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in this episode, we're taking a look at ways to move high-performance computing workloads more easily to the cloud. And we'll look at how a software solution that many federal agencies are already using can help them get the job done. Here to talk about that today is Nick Perez, Chief Technology Officer at Thundercat Technology, a value-added reseller that provides IT to U.S. federal, state, and local governments and Fortune 500 companies. Nick has an extensive career in technology, having worked for Northrop Grumman, American Red Cross, AOL, Crowd Adopter, and Booz Allen Hamilton before joining Thundercat. Nick, thanks for joining us and welcome to the program. Thanks. Great to be here. Well, Nick, one of the remarkable benefits of the cloud is the ability it has given agencies to do high-performance computing work that not that long ago required coveted time slots on supercomputers. But moving the massive data sets these projects still require from agency data centers to the cloud still involves a lot of work. What are some of the primary issues agencies are still facing that want to take advantage of high-performance workloads in the cloud? Yeah, so the cloud has been around for about 12 years. And day one of the cloud adoption was moving you know, back up on archive, kind of the early use cases, dev and test, and then doing kind of greenfield applications that would typically have their own data local to the application. Once you move through that particular process, we got our customers moving to kind of the security, the network, authentication, and then ultimately monitoring. You know, you get kind of comfortable, you get an authority to operate in the inside the environment, and then you start to look at really the data. You perform a portfolio analysis, you look at what's cloud-friendly. Uh, you may even do something like the Gartner 5Rs, you know, do I replace an application? Do I retire it? And where we're at right now is where we're very much at the replatform and the refactor. So when you really start to move some mission critical workloads over to the cloud, you're looking to overhaul the application. You're looking to adapt it to the cloud. You're trying to get the benefits. So some of the benefits are cost related, but most of them are data agility, scalability, and ultimately, you know, performance. In many cases, refactoring the application involves decoupling it. So getting rid of this whole th idea of state and managing. And so the challenges you have, they want to remove the risk, but gain the benefit. Well, given how many solutions the big cloud providers now offer, what's lacking or not fully appreciated in order to successfully move these data sets back and forth to the cloud? So I'd say that the biggest one is that the traditional ISVs are still very much relevant. They very much have a place to play. There was obviously a whole dearth of startups providing assistance, but the traditional ISVs, they've upped their capability. They're staying relevant. I think the secondary point is that customers ultimately realize that data extraction costs real money. When you're moving the data into the cloud, cloud providers allow you to do that for free, but actually extracting the data is where the costs can be very much an unexpected cost. And the high performance storage is finally available. So the cloud providers did a great job of providing a kind of medium size performance to their customers, but on a federal scale, on kind of very high performance stuff, the big killer is latency. And so now the technologies are there to provide consistent latency. The first eight to nine years, it was very inconsistent and really unsupportable of the really the high performance workloads that are required. So Nick, what steps or solutions should agencies consider to make moving these large data sets more portable? So what we've had great success with is with NetApp. So NetApp was one of the very early adopters of making their, their tools and technologies cloud-supported and cloud-aware. 
NetApp is one of those vendors that's been very much the prolific storage, backup, and providing those on-premise. But the key is when you start to move real workloads to the cloud, you need file services, and ultimately, I need the database, right? We've got to move those. NetApp also has done some really good acquisitions that allow you to track compute management, which was kind of still quite lacking, and cost optimization. That's one of my favorite topics. That's one of my key founders of my career is helping customers figure out cost optimization of workloads in the cloud. But I think the key when you think about moving data to the cloud is, you know, I want to reduce risk. I want to make it simple. And I want to use tools that I have on premise. Your teams have been moving data between data centers, between office locations, between disaster recovery locations, and they've been using tools, tools like SnapMirror. And those tools, they just rely on them. They know they work. They perform them. They migrate workloads. They replicate data. They synchronize data. And the beauty of it right now is that those tools are available to customers in the cloud. Nick, can you talk about an example or a use case where an agency was able to put these types of tools to work to streamline or accelerate their work? Yeah, so one of the examples we have is a very large federal financial organization. On premise, they had a very large VDI implementation. They're a research organization, they have a lot of historical data, they were an existing NetApp customer, and they had a lot of map drives in those virtual desktops, and they were performing a lot of performant research on a lot of historical data. And so they came to us and Thundercat and asked us, what are the kind of the tools and technologies? Is there anything better than NetApp SnapMirror and the tool that they have for the cloud called Cloud OnTap? And we performed an analysis. We looked at a number of different things. But to be honest, when you look at it, it really came down to they relied on the SnapMirror tool on-premise today for moving all of their data. They got two different office locations, and they had a couple of colo locations they were using. And so they were using those tools. There was no reason to change. They understood it. It worked. We the same tooling, the same resources, and the same consistency. And ultimately, when they moved it to the cloud, they actually found it was more high performant. And we're talking, they were moving about 350 terabytes of data. So they you know, there's different techniques you can bulk load those into them, but we actually ultimately just use the network to move that. And when they got it, they found out it was actually more high performant because of the amount of investment and the amount of work that NetApp had done to support their system running inside the cloud. Another one in the news recently is obviously video and video capture and storing those kind of workloads. It becomes quite interesting when you may have users watching videos that are being captured by cameras and sensors. There's some analysis put on it, some AI ML, there's some video transcription. But when they're watching the videos, if you place those videos in the cloud and they had their client on their desktop, you're moving that data over the network. And this data extraction costs money when you move it over the network. And so we were able to use a NetApp solution again where we stored it on high-performance storage next to a VDI solution inside the cloud. AWS Workspaces was this particular technology we used, but we used Workspaces where they would actually watch the videos utilizing NetApp Cloud Volumes, uh, which is extremely high-performance uh, video storage. Finally, Nick, what would you advise CIOs and program managers who are tasked with handling large but maybe more routine data sets as to why they would benefit from adopting these kinds of specialized data migration tools? And how does a company like yours help them avoid some of the pitfalls? Yes, I think the hardest thing is obviously is the retraining, the resources you have, who do you need in the cloud? A lot of the technologies that they would use are the same, but very different when you're moving from inside a secure data center version to perimeter 
when you're moving it to a services-based solution on a third-party host. So when you're looking at who am I retraining, what do I need to do, how do I lessen the risk of migrating a workload to the cloud, you could look at traditional tools you have on-premise. You can say, look, hey, that's the same skills, the same tooling, the same resources that I'm using today are going to use those. And it's a huge benefit when you want to say, where is my pain point or where's my high risk versus where's my lower risk? Which contractors are you going to use? Do I hire a whole new consulting shop because they have cloud technology? Or do I utilize the ones that know my domain knowledge and have context for the data that I have on premise? And we retool it. So again, if you can split that out, that they may be moving from you know Java and regular tooling. Now they're moving to a CICD DevOps type prime. So you're going from a waterfall to an agile. That's much more higher risk, but high reward. If I can eliminate having somewhat challenges with my storage because I'm having to move to something completely different, going from block storage to now I'm using object storage or using a a NAS system that I had on premise. Now I'm using a virtual NAS in the cloud, trying to eliminate those different types of things. Ultimately, you can test out the virtual NAS and using the object storage and how to refactor those applications for those benefits later on, but eliminating that beginning uh, just so you know. Traditionally, you're delivering projects to a deadline, not to the deliverable, right? So we don't just move an application and say, okay, it takes as long as it takes. Typically, we have a date. This stuff's going to get done by Labor Day. And if you can kind of eliminate that, split out, you know, componentize the different risks that you have when you start to do that, a fundamental way is actually eliminate your issue with your storage. And how am I getting my data to the cloud? I think thinking about scale, that's going to be a huge issue, just understanding that you need a vendor and you need tools that can operate at scale. One of the key benefits of my career, I worked at AOL on AOL Instant Messenger. And when we did some modifications, we had 80 million people that were using that on a daily basis. So you get to understand very, very quickly if you've made a change or you're utilizing a tool that can't handle that type of workload. Understanding that you've got a partner like NetApp that understands those challenges and is doing that across the federal space and across all their commercial customers around the world. I think is extremely valuable to say, hey, rely on them. I know that stuff's going to work. Or if for some reason it doesn't, I know I've got the support of NutApp behind me. So where Thundercat can help, our DNA is storage and backup from the creation of Thundercat almost 13 years ago. Our engineers, we know how to bridge the gap. So bridging the gap between on-premise, co-location, and into the cloud. We are multi-cloud. We do have active contracts across them all. AWS is the predominant one, uh, just from customers' types request. But we have certified engineers that understand the tooling, they understand the network aspects, they understand the authentication, and really the nuances of how I do it on-premise and how you would do it in the cloud. We understand the benefits of what you can realize in the cloud, but we don't make change for change's sake. We are very much an evolution of the customer and utilizing awareness and tooling, but something that will get them easily through a change review board, get them through a security review, and just being able to realize those benefits that could be costs, that could be reliability, resiliency, and you actually realize that. That's what the beauty of Thundercat is. We have a deep understanding of how to utilize those tools inside the cloud at massive scale and do it in partnership with the ISVs and the vendors themselves. Well, those are some great points. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today, though. Nick Perez, thanks so much for joining us to talk about the opportunities to more easily migrate large-scale data sets to the cloud. Thanks for having me today. And thanks to Thundercat Technology, AWS, and NetApp for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage of IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.